Give, send, go gets hacked and names of donors get revealed. Justin Trudeau invokes emergency powers to stop the protests. He's going to be shutting down the bank accounts of those protesters. And Ukrainian president says, and he predicts, that Russia will invade his country by Wednesday. And by the time you're listening to this, it might already be Wednesday. So we'll see. We'll figure out what's going on. We'll, we'll talk about all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like, subscribe, some post notifications on. This show only grows if you guys click those engagement buttons. So commence clicking the buttons, rate five stars, send to a friend, like, share, subscribe, whatever you have to do. It's the only way the real news and the truth can get out there. Now let's get right into this. So the Freedom Convoy donations has been hacked. The website called Give, Send, Go, and names of donors have been revealed. So this is what they put out. They put out some type of, I guess, communist manifesto when they hacked. So let's read. Breaking Give, Send, Go, the crowdfunding site used for the Freedom Convoy is now redirecting to a domain, GiveSendGone.wtf. A video from the Disney Channel film Frozen now appears alongside the manifesto condemning the website and the Freedom Convoy. Now let's listen. Let's watch. Um, no, I have to read it off. So attention, Give, Send, Go, grifters and Harriet's. The Canadian government has informed you that the money you a-holes raised to fund the insurrection is frozen. TD Bank has frozen several accounts. You helped fund the January 6th insurrection in the U.S. You helped fund an insurrection in Ottawa. First of all, I don't think they had anything to do with the January 6th, you know, quote-unquote insurrection. You know, how much, how much of a rebel hacker are you <laughs> that, um, that you're hacking in favor of a tyrannical government that wants to force its will upon people. Like, that that's who you're hacking for? So it's either, I believe, one, it's either someone was paid off to do this hack, two, they're actually working for the government, and this is some government opt, or honestly, it could be just some crazy lunatic person that uh, figured out how to ha hack into this. In fact, you're committed to funding anything that keeps the raging fire of misinformation going until it burns the world's collective democracies down. I bet you this guy watches a lot of CNN. On behalf of the same people worldwide, yeah, you know, same, the same people, the same people who are taking several injections and following the science, uh, the science that keeps changing, um, on behalf of the same people of the world who wish to continue living in a democracy, I'm now telling you that Give Sengo itself is frozen. So their their idea of democracy is big governments telling and forcing everyone to do. That's their idea of a democracy. Oh, and and and, and their idea of a democracy is burning the city in the streets down uh, in BLM protests. I don't see them shutting down um, GoFundMe. Uh, for supporting those riots or shutting down Democrat politicians and celebrities for supporting that. So let's, let's read. Gibson Go, a Christian crowdfunding website that was used for the Freedom Convoy donations was hacked Sunday and donor information was leaked. Visits to the website are okay, redirected. Text appears. Okay, the file also posted contained thousands of names of donors to the Freedom Convoy. Distributed, uh, dis distributed denial of secrets said Sunday. It has 30 megabytes of donor information from the U.S.-based Christian fundraiser site uh, Give, Send, Go, including names, email addresses, zip codes, and internet protocol addresses. So, after the hack was trending on social media, the website was restored. DDoS allegedly said the data would not be available publicly due to sensitive personal information of the donors, but it would be offered to journalists and researchers. AKA, it's going to be eventually leaked on the internet. Because there's one thing that the left does really good, and that's making lists of people who like freedom in order to the, cast, you know, cast them out of society and turn them into an enemy. 
There's going to be a bunch of 60, 70, 80-year-old grandmas on there who support freedom, and their names are going to get doxxed, and they're going to get harassed by CNN journalists, most likely. Um, on Friday, the Ontario government pe- uh, petitioned to freeze access of the million dollars raised through Give, Send, Go for the Freedom Convoy, which is in its third week of protesting in Ottawa. Give, Send, Go became a primary platform for money uh, after GoFundMe blocked donations. $8 million for the protests have reportedly been collected. So, hey, good job, hacker. Um, you know, st- standing up in favor of big tyrannical governments. Great job. Uh, keep it up. Justin Trudeau invokes emergency powers to stop the protests. And uh, this includes freezing the bank accounts of the protesters. Now, I, I now before I read into the story, you might, may remember, or you don't remember, I would always talk about cryptocurrency and how it could lead to a freer world. And this is the, that in exact practice. And we talked about if there's a small business that doesn't want to follow vaccine and mask mandates, the government could just come in and shut their bank account down and force them to comply and give them fines on top of fines on top of fines. But if they were taking in their earnings and their revenue through a decentralized wallet, a wallet that's super secure, decentralized to them personally, then the government will have no power over doing that, and they'll have to actually physically move people in to do such. And at that point, they could be met with other physical resistance. Uh, So the government right now has all this power because they're working with the big corporations, the multi-billion dollar and trillion dollar establishment corporations, and they're working with them as an extra hand of government. If they need your bank account shut down because you're not following protocol, they just call up TD Bank or whoever, and they get it shut down. Maybe they don't even need to call them up anymore. I don't know how that works exactly, but you get my point. Either way, that is what happens. But if your currency is on a decentralized exchange and you're taking your money in through decentralized, and you know, I'm not talking about buying and investing in Bitcoin and NFTs and stuff. I'm just talking about the technology as a whole in general. Um, you know, you can just do it in tether or something. And it's tied to the U.S. dollar, whatever you, whatever it is. You know what I mean? They they have a limited power over you, where they can't just send you endless fines that and just take that money out of your account or freeze your account, and stop you from being able to work. They will have not. They will not have that power over you. And I said that very specifically because that makes it harder for these smaller businesses to not comply because they do not want their entire livelihood to be destroyed over a damn mask or over a vaccine or over checking people's papers. Sometimes, I mean, people have to just take the L in those situations to live and survive. And that's the problem with having this government have this much control. Now we're seeing this in actual practice uh, from, from the left. So on Monday, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau activated emergency powers to stop the protests across the country against the COVID-19 restrictions. Tweeted out, Trudeau will invoke emergency powers for the first time since his father did so 50 years ago. Not because there's an emergency or a major threat to Canadian security, it's because he's, he is losing face, and psychopaths hate that. Rutgers reported under the emergency acts, the government introduced measures to intend to cut off protesters' funding and took steps to reinforce provisional and local enforcement with federal slitlets. Let's listen to exactly what Trudeau said. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. There's a second clip. We'll always 
defend the rights of Canadians to peaceful assembly and to freedom of expression. But these blockades... You know, except if you're protesting for freedom. But if you're burning the entire city town over BLM stuff, that's, that's fine. Aids are illegal. And if you're still participating, the time to go home is now. And I also predicted this when whenever these Democrats are faced with any sort of resistance, uh, they're they're going to double down and triple down. We see this happen all the time. It happened with I believe it was the Michigan governor when like what a hundred thousand people came out to end the mandates, and she just extended the mandates. And that that's how the Democrats act. They do not want to bend the knee to the demands of freedom. They'll bend the knee to the demands of BLM quite physically and literally, but they will not bend the knee to the demands of freedom because. And they, frankly, at the end of the day, they really can care, give two dams about the economy. They can give two dams about the GDP and economic growth and sustainability. They can care less about that. They will happily, and we've seen it happen. We've seen them destroy the entire American economy by shutting everything down because, why? Basically because Orange Man was banned and they didn't want him to get reelected. So they shut the entire country down and put us into economic despair. So they're totally fine with destroying everything if it means they get more power. Republicans, on the other hand, do not want to see things get destroyed and would either actually work out some type of solution or compromise, you know, or more likely to at the very least. But the Democrats, oh, you're going to protest against freedom? We're going to shut all your bank accounts down. We're going to crash the entire economy. We're going to, you know, have these tyrannical orders, draconian measures— and uh, we're not going to end. We're not going to give into any demands of you know who cares about the science at that point. So the prime minister shared the video. Kate Trudeau's actions had drawn criticism from several civil liberties groups. The Canadian Civil Liberties Association argued that the protesters had not met the standard to invoke emergencies act. Um, someone said on Twitter, the emergency act can only be invoked when a situation is seriously threatened. Seriously threatens the ability of the Canadian government to preserve the sovereignty, security, and integrity of Canada, and when the situation cannot be effectively dealt with uh, under any any law of Canada. So there's no, like, I mean, that makes sense. You don't need, it's not at that point where you would even need to invoke such thing. It's not, but who knows if anything will get done. We're talking about the Canadian government here. And you know what? Dear Canadians, please, Dear, dear freedom-loving Canadians, we will offer you refuge in Texas, in Florida, in swing states, in Nevada. We'll offer you refuge away from your tyrannical government, okay? This is what America's all about. You don't like tyranny there? You come over here, and guess what? You can choose a state that will, um, you know, hey, Florida seems to be the best bet going on right now. And you can choose a state that you would like. And guess what? That will do good for all of us because we can all say, hey— Dear world, if you love freedom, just come here. And we could all just work together and just be free. That's the beauty of America. That's why we became the number one country in record time. Because there was a bunch of freedom-loving entrepreneur patriots who literally risked it all to just say, we're coming here. But no, now we're going to have Democrats, you know, as they're trying to actually literally bust in illegal criminals into this country that are going to vote blue until the day that they hop back over the border, if they ever do, or even probably just keep voting from over the border. We, it's better to have patriots here. Way better. But Democrats would rather Democrat voters. I would just rather people here in general who would contribute to the economy in a more meaningful and better way uh, 
regardless of who you vote for. So governments regularly deal with difficult situations. Okay, using the powers. Okay, uh, Laurie Williams, a uh, political professor for uh, whatever, warned the actions against a protest could create more problems. There's the danger that could create more problems. It seems like, you know what, they're, they're, they're seeing the outcomes of this right now. They're saying, okay, we have two options here. One, we can invoke, wait, well, they have multiple options, but what they're going to do is evoke emergency powers and try to squash the little guy. And there, there's going to be two different outcomes that, in their mind. One, it actually works, and they stop, and we go back to ruling as we are ruling. Or two, it escalates. And once it escalates, then they can blame everything on... See, look, now they're getting violent. See, look, you know, you only just, you know, threw tear gas at them. Now they're getting violent. Now it's, now, now it's an insurrection. Now it's literally 9-11 again. This is, this is the Pearl Harbor of Canada. That's what they're going with. That's what they are pushing. They, they try to push you and poke you. and They poke you until you explode. And they whoa, calm down. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's like, dude, stop stabbing. They, like, they, they keep jabbing you with a little knife, and they keep giving you little stabs here and there. And as soon as you swap that knife on the floor, you're all of a sudden the aggressor. That's what they're going for. Don't fall for it, Freedom Convoy protesters. The Ukrainian president predicts an invasion by Russia by Wednesday. Now, by the time you guys might be watching or listening to this, it might already be Wednesday. So um, let's read, see what happens, and, and let's, let's, let's break it down. So on Monday, Ukrainian president said that Russia would invade his country on Wednesday. The statement, however, after making the world news, was backtracked only hours later. Uh, he said, we will be attacked by Russia on Wednesday. So let's read. It was uh, later clarified that he was referring to media reports on the situation that February 16th was not an absolute concrete date of the invasion. We are told that February 16th will be the day of the attack. The Ukraine president said in a Facebook uh, video posted on Monday. Uh, the president referred to the date that was spread by the media, said one spokesperson. Reports from the CN, uh, CNBC indicate that Russia has moved a large amount of long-range artillery to the border shared by the two nations. As of right now, more than, than 10,000 U.S. troops have been stationed in Europe as part of NATO reaction force that will be res uh, responded if Russia invades any further than Ukraine. Uh, breaking the, the president of Ukraine has been informed that Russia will attack the KU. So that initially, President Biden has uh, had claimed that America's response to an invasion would include only harsh sanctions on Russia, but that no American lives will be risked in Europe. Clearly, a change in his plans has occurred. Secretary of the State has warned any Americans who may uh, reside in Ukraine that the invasion could begin at any time, including during the Olympics. Now, this is actually insane. I hope you guys are starting to miss the world of peace that we had under Trump. Notice how this didn't happen under Trump. Can you, can, you know, dear Democrats out there, notice how this didn't happen under Trump. Now, could this be another type of like Cold War thing where it's just a bunch of threats? It's possible. That's what I would say we probably hope for. But it, I, I still think it's entirely possible that Russia could make some moves. And there's also entirely possible that the U.S. would get involved. And it's more likely to have, that if something was to happen, the U.S. would get involved due to many, many reasons. One of the reasons being that's actually what will probably help the economy, unfortunately. is usually war helps fuel the economy. So that's another possibility that could come from it. And there's going to be a big money opportunity there if a war does break out that mm, I think that, you know, 
the establishment powers that be would kind of want. Uh, but at the same time, what would this do to Biden's approval rating? That's probably what they're also looking at. And the sad part is, it's all politics at the end of the day. All this stuff, it's all politics. How is this going to affect the approval? How is this going to affect the establishment money? It's never about, is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? What is the, the morally good thing to do? What do the people actually want to do? It all comes down to these, to money and numbers and statistics of approval and keeping power and what's going to look good, what... It's never about what's what should be done. How do how do, do should we end the conflict? Is it better to let the conflict happen? Those are the, those are the decisions that that are being made at the upper level. Should we let the conflict happen, or should we not let it happen, or should we wait and see? you know? It's not about let's try to make this not happen because that's better for the people in general. And also, I bet you Russia is looking at Ukraine, and it's, guess what? The people of Ukraine are definitely not going to really bend the knee and back down to Russia, which I hope they don't. I, I hope that they're the type of people who would fight to their last dying breath. Then it's like, then what do you, then Russia, then what are you left with? A barren wasteland of people who do not want to bend the knee to you. So we'll see how this plays out. Um, yeah, anyway, guys, drop the video like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. If you can listen to flips of the show, the Joey Saladino show, and all the podcast apps, obviously, guys, subscribe on the podcast app to listen to the show every single morning. I'll keep you guys updated on everything we talked about. There's always new developments and stuff going on. So, um, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Peace out.